0: Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is time for a special edition of Destination Health. Part three, we really don't have a title for it. Maybe we'll just call it Fixing Kevin. Uh, we are working on my sleep and we're, uh, we're going to talk today about some of the results. Uh, Lauren's joining me and Danielle from Four Sigmatic is back with us as well. So we're going to jump right in and get started on this. Uh, Lauren, welcome.
1: Hello, Kevin. It's good to be here.
0: Great to have you. And Danielle, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Kevin.
0: All right. So we, uh, you have been helping me with the sleep issue that I've been working on on and off for really a long time. And in the last uh, six or seven months, it's really gotten worse instead of better. Um, I I probably know why it's been a pretty crazy year, a lot going on, but um, I really needed to fix it. And with everything I know about nutrition and stress and all the other things we worked on, just nothing was working. Uh, I even got to the point um, my sleep scores were so bad, my average sleep was less than four hours a night for a while, um, that all the research I had done on sleep about sleep hygiene and you know lifestyle changes and light and stress and all the things, nothing even seemed to matter. You know, I got to the point where why bother with this crazy, you know, sleep hygiene routine when. I sleep about the same whether I, you know, lay down out in the driveway or I have the perfect sleep environment. Uh, but that's how bad it had gotten. You know, nothing was impacting my sleep. Um, supplements that typically help a little did absolutely nothing. Um, at, at one point, the only thing that, that really allowed me to get some sleep at all was cannabis. And, you know, the more you use that, the, the worse the outcome becomes. And in, in the beginning, it was pretty helpful. But then becomes a crutch, and, and it wasn't helping much anymore. So I was, uh, I was kind of at the end of my rope, and then your book on adaptogens came out, and I read the book, and, and it's not like you really focused a lot on sleep or anything in there, but I thought to myself, if there's one area that I know has a lot of validity, it's been around for thousands of years, um, it's adaptogens, and I just don't know anything about them tried to use them with no success. Um, but I, I, felt like something was there. So I almost felt like, um, you know, your book coming out was, was the, the piece I needed, you know, what else could I try? I, I've tried everything else that I knew. So, um, you've been working with me for what are we, two or three weeks now. Hasn't really been that long, has it? Not that long. Yes. So
2: about, the,
0: this is our third Yeah. Third week, probably. So not really that long, considering I've been trying to fix this for a very long time. um, The results are pretty amazing. You know, I I say I, I, you know, I feel like something was broken. It was that bad. Um, And I felt like if I can't figure out how to fix whatever really seems to be the real root cause or the main problem here, nothing else seems to matter. Whatever we're doing, fixed what was broke. Uh, it, incredible changes in my sleep. I'm nowhere near where I wanna be yet, but I'm I'm seeing really, really good results in a very short period of time. Um, my average sleep, I went back through my records, in the worst case, I had a seven day period where I was averaging three hours and 20 minutes of sleep. And my sleep score was like 31 out of 100. Um, this last okay. week um, I had a night where I actually slept seven hours and 52 minutes. Um, my, what? yeah, yeah. My average sleep score is now 65. It's doubled and things do matter. Now it's things that I do during the day do have an impact on my sleep. Interestingly enough, One of the changes I had to make myself, uh, and I I think in the last episode, we talked about this a little bit, I went from doing my stress protocol every day to every other day. I actually had to back it off to every third day. Right. I had to back it off to every third day. Okay. The every day that I did the stress protocol, no matter how early I did it in the morning, I even got up and did it one morning at like 5.30. I I had woken up and I knew I wasn't going back to sleep, so I I said, I'm just going to do it. I have time before the show. Um, no matter when I do it, it it will drop my sleep score and my sleep time um, by about an hour and a half and about 10 or 15 minutes on points. So I, I backed ah. off and that way I'm still making progress on the stress because because it's working for everything else. My HRV is getting stronger. Right. My energy levels are better. I feel better. My mood's better. So I know the stress protocol's working, but I think that it even though it's just an hour and it, it doesn't feel really intense to me, I mean, it, it's it's almost an enjoyable hour. Um, I have a feeling it's just taken a lot out of me.
2: Absolutely.
0: So that's the... This, this is fast. Yes, the, those are the good results. <laughs> and, and I could go through things like I've been monitoring yep. um, blood sugar with a, with a continuous glucose monitor during this time. Uh, and my blood sugar has been excellent for years. I worked on that, you know, nine years ago and I work on it all the time, but it's gotten even better. Um, I, I said this morning, I, am like the perfect 10 on glucose control on, on the software. I'm just virtually perfect glucose control during this time. um, couple things that, that I found a little interesting that, that I am hoping maybe you can interpret or give me some ideas. One, totally off the wall. Um, I do a lot of Wim Hof yep. breathing. It's part of my, um, protocol and I love doing it. It's, it's one of the best things I do every day. It makes me feel incredible. For some reason, I was to the point where my, are, are you familiar with the Wim Hof breathing? I do
2: it every morning.
0: Oh, so you know, then. Um, my retention time, Oh yeah. you know, I use the app to do it. So it mm-hmm. tracks everything for me. My retention time was averaging yep. about two minutes and 15 seconds, um, hitting two minutes and 30 seconds, eh, sometimes not even that hard. I, I have hit three once. I don't know what was different that day. All of a sudden a minute and 30 is about all I can get. I mean, I am struggling to get wow. to a minute and 30 of retention time. And I thought, well, that's an odd result. Oh.
1: Wow.
2: Since, since when did you start noticing this
0: drop? About the same time my sleep started improving. About the same time I started notice. oh, let me go back to one more thing on sleep. Um, this may sound yep. really strange, but, oh, two things on sleep that have changed. The one might sound really strange. Um, when my sleep was really bad, I forgot what it was like yep. to be sleepy. I knew what it was like to be tired. I was tired a lot, but I was yep. never sleepy. And I got that sleepy feeling back, and it feels so good.
1: No. Yeah.
0: And And just yep. yesterday something I haven't done in over a year. I'm dreaming again. I haven't had a dream in a year. Wow. Yeah.
2: First dream
0: last night, uh, yesterday. And then again, last night, uh, even more so. So yesterday, a little bit at the yeah. end of the, you know, at the, in the morning when you get a lot of your REM, I, I, I had a dream yesterday morning, right before I woke up last night. Um, several times throughout the night.
2: And when was the last time you used um, cannabis, whether it was like CBD or, you know, any sort of blend? i um, just curious. I know I, you sleep. Yeah,
0: I quit completely when we, I started your protocol. I didn't want that to interfere with any of the results. Yeah.
2: You know, that's a, it's a pretty common, although it can in the short term help you relax the nervous system and fall asleep it does, uh, over time interfere with that REM, which correlates to that dream state. So it would make sense that about, let's see, uh, about four weeks of having it completely out of your system, the dreams begin to come back there. Obviously there's other things at play, but that's yeah. kind of the first hit there uh, right. with the dreaming.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I have, I have, yeah, read and
1: that. Tell us it, about
0: this sleepy oh, it feels so good to feel sleepy. And sometimes I mean <laughs> yeah. last night it hit me about seven o'clock in the evening.
2: Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: But it feels yeah. good.
2: Yeah, That's this really is your good. This is the the messages of your body that we've been trying to I think have been they're they're there all along, but not able to be strong enough or to really express themselves because of all the other things that are keeping you hyped and awake and distracted. And so it's really, yeah, tuning in and allowing your body to share its messages and and hormonal signaling with you again, which is such a beautiful thing. It it signals to me that there's equilibrium returning and a sense of, of really connecting to your own, to your own body and the signals it's giving you.
0: So I want to go through, Uh, all the things that have kind of changed. So you're aware of it and they're, you know, your recommendations and some things I threw in like just totally quitting the cannabis. Um, I quit caffeine. I'm drinking the, um, the four Sigmatic uh, chill coffee, the decaf. i love that stuff, by the way. Um, I know people freak out when they hear (laughs) mushrooms and coffee, but this coffee is just incredible. I mean, the flavor is so rich and it's coffee. I mean, it tastes like co- really, really good coffee. So, um, no caffeine, no cannabis. Um, I'm taking the Ned um, magnesium, magnesium blend. Magnesium. Now I don't remember. Yep. Did you tell me to to get the blend that's got L-theanine and GABA? And is that the one I was supposed to get?
2: Um, yeah all of their all of their I believe it's called hello mellow
0: yes that's it has that that's blend it. okay yep perfect yep uh, I'm doing one of those every day um, I did get the flower essences only one of them came so far so I have been doing cool. the rock water amazing okay uh, you're a
2: compliant client
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you
1: committed I, I try to
0: be Um uh, so let's see, what else have I changed? Um, did you bring
1: the,
2: um, uh, chill ratio elixir with Tulsi on board yet?
0: I did, but I've also, Oh, that I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I want to talk to you about this. I want to make sure I'm not mm-hmm. kind of confusing things here. I have done that, but i yeah. tell you what I really like as kind of an evening drink. And I, um, the mm-hmm. um the Rishi cacao oh
2: yeah amazing
0: love that stuff so, so I, yeah yeah I've been drinking um like eight ounces of that at, at like seven o'clock at night and it's it's so I love you know dark chocolate and I like bitter chocolate and that's such a nice chocolate blend in that that it's it's almost like dessert. You know, it, it's just so good, and um so, so I, I've kind of been trying to balance because so I know that's got quite a bit of reishi in it as well.
2: It does, yeah. It has a 500-milligram uh, extract in it. So eight ounces, are you doing one packet with eight ounces of water, or are you doing two packets in the eight ounces?
0: Of course I'm doing two. <laughs> you know me. Uh, yeah, I'm, well, doing, I'm doing two. But it, on the nights that I do that, okay, great. then I'm— I'm not sometimes doing the elixir. So I I am kind of trying to trade off to make sure I don't overdo that too much.
2: Yeah, yeah, wonderful. No, I'm just trying to get an amount of how much reishi extract you're ingesting in that evening. So yeah, two packets is great with eight ounces. The serving size recommended is four ounces. So yeah, you're getting, you know, a thousand milligrams if you're doing the cacao, but that's just of the reishi. And there is a synergy that happens with the cacao, which is an adaptogen itself. And naturally, which is magnesium, which is then when our body ingests a, a form of magnesium, it utilizes it more efficiently if you take it with a supplement form of that same mineral. So, for example, you know, you might have heard you take um, if you're taking a vitamin C you want to take it from like an acerol, a cherry, for example, instead of the isolated ascorbic acid. Or if you do take the isolate, take it with an orange or some naturally occurring form of food that's rich in vitamin C. Okay. Same thing. There's definitely a of intelligence of your body coming in where the cacao not only synergizes with the reishi, but it's also an adaptogen rich in magnesium. So your body might be using this Hello Mellow more efficiently because you're having that natural
0: form of cacao as well. Got it. Okay. So what else have I changed? I think that's pretty much it. I got a little stricter on my diet. Um, Just kind of tightened that up a little bit, tightened up my um, fasting window. You know, I had gotten a little lazy. I might have a snack after my fasting window. So I really tightened that up. Um, So for the most part, um, my meals I eat between noon and seven, Uh, is probably about the time I'm eating. And I I really kind of tightened that up quite a bit. I do get up and have the... um, When I have the coffee, it's got, you know, butter and uh, brain octane. Um, I put some light balance in there, which is magnesium and and, uh, potassium. Uh, And then that's it. Then at noon, I usually have probably a a pretty big meal at noon. Um, And then another you know, good sized meal at probably five thirty or six. And then I try not to eat outside that window so I kinda tighten that up. Uh, yep. so
2: and type of thing has that has that remained consistent? It's more the the windows of fasting.
0: I'm sorry, say that have that
2: shifted. Anything with the types of food that you're eating that has shifted or is it more the the windows and the fasting that has been tightened up?
0: No, you know, I I I say that my diet is really, really clean and that I don't eat grains at all. I don't eat any really added sugars, no processed food for the most part, or very, very minimal. But as my sleep got worse, I tended to I, I don't really like things sweet. I never have. So, you know, getting rid of sweet stuff out of my diet was not a struggle for me at all. But I noticed that when I don't sleep well, I tend to lean more towards things like that. So, you know, even like mm-hmm. some Siete grain-free cookies or, you know, I, I tended to be eating more of that kind of stuff late at night and, and I've, I've stopped that. I just, yep. I just dropped all that completely, went back to, you know, just basically, um, sort of a mix between our, our nutrient dense keto and fermented carnivore is kind of how I'm eating now and staying pretty strict to that.
2: Yep. Amazing. Okay. And then do you, you might've remembered over the last couple of weeks, we did a, a severity score. So 10 being the most extreme with your sleep and zero being, it's not an issue anymore. Where would you say you've been this past week or in this moment?
0: I think we're probably up around six or seven.
2: So if, so if just 10 is the 10 is, it's a huge, a big issue and oh, zero no, no. It doesn't back, exist. Got back,
0: or, I'm sorry. I did that backwards. Then we're probably okay. around, you know, three or no four worries. then. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I,
2: so just to remind
0: and I, I can mm-hmm. see now that again, now I can go back to things like sleep hygiene and, you know, my schedule and, and those things are now having an impact. So I feel like I am kind of back in control of it now and I can get myself to where it's going to be a zero.
2: Kevin, this is, this is pretty remarkable. I'm kind of speechless in a a matter of a couple weeks. I honestly didn't think this would happen. I would hope we'd get from like, if you remember week one, the severity of your sleep was an eight, as 10 being the most extreme. Two weeks later, it dropped from an eight to a 6.5. And today, it's between a three and a four. Uh, this, um, is in, this is in less than six times, just to give you some credit. This is fully, uh, fully based on your compliance and listening to your body and reconnecting with the messages to allow yourself to, to sleep. And I know there's... Yeah, you're such a, a strong... Hard-headed person that has so much wisdom, you know, to to be able to to trust some new things and let go of things and to try new weird energy type things you've never tried. It's, it's it's really huge. So I just want to honor you for a moment there as well and have you reflect about how this score has changed over a very short period
0: of time. Well, well, thank you. And I, I'm I'm amazed. I mean, I I really am. I I I was pretty confident. I was going to get some results. I I really thought I've tried just about everything else. I I know what's wrong with me can be fixed. I just didn't know where to go with it. So I I was pretty confident, you know, with what I knew about adaptogens, what I read in the book, and um, I just didn't know how to approach it. So having your really specific guidance like this has been just amazing. Now, one more result I want to go over and See what you think about this. So during the day now, oh, also one thing that's just uh, just really wonderful for me. I've always been a morning person. I, I think I told you I used to love getting up at 4.30. I'd hit the gym at five, get that out of the way. And then, you know, still have several hours in the morning before people start bothering me about things. So I could really work on, you know, creating and, you know, Doing the things I really love to do, and that had just totally disappeared. I mean, it, it was it was everything I could do to drag myself out of bed at seven thirty to be on the air at eight, and my show was suffering. I, I knew it was. I wasn't very sharp. I didn't have time to prepare. Um, if I want to get up at four thirty now, I can. Uh, I'm not. I'm I'm kind of sleeping until about six or six thirty because I feel like my body really wants and needs that sleep right now, but I'm fully yeah. confident that as I catch up, I'll be able to go back to that schedule with no problem at all, and and that's that's exciting for me. Here's what I'm finding during the day. Yeah, that. Um, so. Mm-hmm. What I would compare it to the way of my energy levels are through the day right now, and mental clarity, and and those kind of things, um, and I I've had some experience with this because I experimented with it. it. It really feels like I'm on Adderall. I mean, I have this crazy mental clarity. I talk way too much. Uh, I've got just energy, but it it's. Good feeling energy. Before I had that, I, I even told you I, I've got plenty of energy during the day, but it feels like dirty energy. You know, it, it doesn't feel good. I, I can get work done, and then I just crash in the evening, and I'm I'm not sleepy, but I'm tired and I'm still wired, and it, it was just really uncomfortable all day. Now it, it's it feels yeah. like a good clean energy, and I'm thinking clean, but it, it's 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 still it, it's a little over the top still.
2: Yeah, you're not used to being rested. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe that's it. But I, I mean, I'm like, you know, bouncing off the walls, talking too much. and uh, But then in the evening, here's the good thing. In the evening, I'm and able to wind down and feel sleepy.
2: Right. Well, our natural rhythm is we get a spike of cortisol when we first wake up in the morning. This isn't an ideal system. We sleep. Cortisol, That that, that instant spike is what gets us out of bed so it should be highest through the day slowly depleting as we move through our day and by the end of the day that's naturally burned off and the cortisol levels are at its lowest and our body tells us it's time to sleep. This is a very normal natural rhythm but it's also interesting to note this this Adderall type energy being off of stimulants for the first time in at least several months, right? The caffeine is the caffeine is gone. Right. And yeah. we're increasing things that are calming the reishi the magnesium these essences taking away some of the intense you know stress protocols you've been doing and yet we see this lift in energy and it's it's really common that this that i see this pattern where it's like um if you are it's like what you think you need in the moment it's almost the opposite so it's like the best time to drink coffee is when you're in the middle of the forest and it's calm and you can have that <laughs> you can enjoy that cup of coffee and that stimulation. If you're in the middle of the city and you're going, 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 you're doing your radio show and you're working, what you probably need is a high dose of things like raci and magnesium and Tulsi and these deep calming supportive ingredients to bring your body into balance at that time. And so it's almost it almost feels like in opposition. But what we are so used to doing, especially us in the West, is like more, more, more feeding the thing that's bringing us into a state of imbalance. This is like the root of Ayurvedic doshas and TCM where we're craving the things that are keeping us out of balance. So whether that's a food type or an oil or a behavior or a pattern, it's like the more sugar you have, the more sugar you crave, right? That's a more sample you're on that that wheel that roller coaster so just a a interesting note that is is not just you but i see this pattern um quite quite frequently is you know you're off of stimulants you're increasing the the nervines and yet you're experiencing more energy than you've had in or a cleaner version of energy than you've had when all of those seemingly energizing uh ingredients or or you know compounds were wow. were flooding through your system.
0: Interesting. That makes sense though. Um I I think what I'm going to play around with is you know taking a break during the day and you know maybe doing a little rock water and some meditation and just to just kind of mellow out a little bit in the middle of the afternoon too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. How is your, how's your afternoon energy? Is it really this? so I'm hearing, you know, you have this kind of spike in the day. You feel like you could wake up at 4.30, but in the evening you're tired. Is there a mid-afternoon slump or you're kind of there. riding that, that energy high until the 7 p.m. mark?
0: Well, it's not, I don't even think it's really based on the clock. I, I think it's based on my activity level. So what seems to happen is I don't have any kind of a set schedule. I work at home, I do my show from home. I, I you know get to set my own schedule, which I love. Um, so it's all over the board. I, I don't like um, consistency in much of anything. I, I like variety, um, you know, all over the place with things. So what it seems like is it really seems like whenever I decide my work day is over, that's when I start to wind down. Last night, I'm doing a, a lot of mm-hmm. extra recordings this week because next week I'm going to be traveling. I have uh, two speaking engagements next week and I'm traveling all the way to the East coast. I'm actually taking the train, um, three days on the train. And I did it just so I could relax for three days, um, before the event. And I, I, I love the train It from Portland to Chicago is just beautiful. I've done that trip many times. Uh, and I have a new leg from Chicago down to Memphis. So, uh, I'm doing a lot of extra recording this week so that we have new content while I'm gone. Then I'm going to take my equipment. I'm going to do a couple live shows um, on the days that I can. But the days that I have the mm-hmm. conferences, I won't be able to. So last night, out of the blue, one of the guests that I've been trying to get on my show, um, he happened to call at like six. I think it was like six thirty last night. And I had already had a really long day. I just kind of knocked off about 20 minutes before that. And he called and he said, hey, I've got two hours right now if you want to do this recording. And I'm like, absolutely. So I felt just as sharp right then as I did 8 o'clock that morning when I was doing my show. And within wow. 30 minutes of quitting and sitting down and having some Rishi cacao, I was sleepy and relaxed and felt fantastic.
1: Wow. Cool. We'll
0: take it. Yeah. So it doesn't <laughs> seem to be a, a time thing. It, it's kind of like, you know, if I need to keep going, I'm just fine. And if I feel right. like quitting, I can wind down when I want to quit.
2: This is really the intuitive aspect that so many people are reaching for. It's like you're not being controlled by a clock, but you're actually able to intuitively intuitively, um, assess when you need to show up and when you allow your body to relax. And that,
0: you know, that's really what I used to be so amazed about when I first kind of turned my health around and, you know, when I do really, tighten up my diet and my fasting and do all the things I know I should be doing. I used to say, you know, in the summertime, there were days I'd go out and spend eight or 10 hours in the garden and nine o'clock at night, I was still going strong, still had energy and and right. it, it, it feels good to kind of get back to that. And I think this time it's going to be even better. I mean, I've learned so many other things about improving sleep and sleep hygiene and sleep quality that I'm really kind of looking forward to being able to incorporate those in, and really get that sleep issue to zero where I just don't even think about it anymore. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and give your body time. I think especially when working with essences, with adaptogens, um, you're so ripe to taking on these type of things. I think your <laughs> compliance is really high, which is why you're seeing results in a short period of time. But it really is, is more normal to need Four to six weeks of consistent use to really start noticing effects. So if you can be consistent, that's probably the the hardest part about this. But I feel if anyone can do it, you can do it. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to just keep with what you're doing, continue to allow these allies. I view them as to build in your body and see what that score continues to um, decrease by after you have that compounding effect in the system.
0: Excellent. You know, the one thing that helps me with compliance that, that I love about the, the, the products, the, the coffee is easy. I do that every morning. I'm never going to skip that. So that's that's a non-issue for compliance. And I really love that Rishi cacao. So, you know, that one's easy to comply with. The uh, The elixir's good too. I mean, I, I, I like the Elixir as well, so that one's easy. And, you know, even the rock water thing. It's not like I have to take two capsules at 10 o'clock and, you know, two more at six o'clock. And, you know, I, I just kind of keep it around so I see it. And if I feel like I'm getting a, right. a little worked up, I'll, I'll take a couple deep breaths and I'll take a couple drops. And so it really uh, you've given me easy ways to comply.
2: that's the goal. The medicine doesn't work if you don't take it,
0: right? <laughs> right. And I'm horrible at that. I, t- I tell people all the time, I, I'm, I'm good when I'm testing these things because that kind of feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. But if it's just for my benefit, then I tend to blow it off and forget about it. And, you know, I'm on to other things, but you've really made it easy for me to comply. Well,
2: happy to do that. That's, Big piece of this, and I'm curious. Maybe we ch- we chat a little bit because I have some thoughts about your uh, retention time decreasing with the Wimhoff, and I'm curious to open that conversation up a little bit. If there's other thoughts here, um, but one of the, do you want to go into that a little bit?
0: I, I do, and you know what I I I'm, I'd love to you know figure out why because I'm curious. I'm not concerned about it, um, and you know I understand that the way it works isn't like you have to get to three minutes to get to your benefit. The, his, I'm actually um, working through all the, the stuff to be a Wim Hof certified as a trainer. Uh, the last piece.
2: Amazing. I have,
0: yeah. I have to go to one of his live events and I would love to go over to his place in the Netherlands with all the travel restrictions and vaccine mandates. And I haven't even thought about it yet, but uh, that that's the last piece I'm going to have to go do and i understand that this isn't about how long you can do it it's about doing it long enough to change your physiology and and what's happening is i'm i'm i have more of a change in physiology even though i'm only doing it a minute 30 and then even that next step yeah. of the 15 seconds it after a while it was like my body had really gotten used to all this and it was getting harder to change my physiology well now it's mm-hmm. uh, doing it less retention time, but my physiology is changing during that time more. So I, I don't feel like this yeah. is a, a bad thing at all. I just, I thought it was curious.
2: Right. It is curious. And and I love that you're reframing it to say it's not about the metric and how long I can hold my breath, but it is actually about how you feel and how your physiology is changing, which is the point of it. And I think so often we get stuck on that number and that competitiveness with ourselves of oh if I hold, you know better is better or longer right. is better more is better mentality instead of no better is better. So if you right. if you're right. doing it for shorter and you feel better, that's right. that's the, the 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 success success metric. Um, but what I do think, just from a um, kind of herbology perspective, is could be going on. And of course, there's lots of things at play here, but specifically because you're taking so you're taking decaf coffee in the morning plus either an elixir or two servings of our reishi cacao, which means um, you're getting somewhere between um, 1250 milligrams to so 1250 milligrams and like upwards of perhaps around two grams or 2000 milligrams of reishi per day, which is a, a a powerful it's a strong it's a strong dose for sure uh and what you know reishi has many actions in the body it's adaptogenic but there is a a strong component uh an affinity towards cardiovascular health and specifically blood pressure um so there's i don't know i don't i don't i didn't include this study in the book but one of the few well there's Hundreds of studies around around using this ganoderma lucidum and what it's doing in the body, but there's one Japanese study that's really interesting. There was 50 people that took um, that took reishi extracts daily. They all had high blood pressure. They took it for a duration of six months, um, and their their average blood pressure across the board um, was lowered. And so this kind of set into motion um, reishi lowering, having the potential to to lower blood pressure and being used for things like hypertension. And of course, when we, when we hold our breath, we are uh, lowering our blood pressure as well. So there's this kind of dual activity happening where your body is perhaps with this, having the ratio circulating through the system and then you're holding your breath, you're, you're basically reaching the effect that perhaps it used to take, you know, two minutes and 15 seconds to get to in your system you're now feeling that at a minute and 30 seconds and then needing to have that big inhalation.
0: Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. It, it, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. it's, it's, it, it, I am competitive and sure. I was excited when I got past three minutes one time, but really I try to bring it back and say, but that's really not important. Who cares what the number is? What are the results? And, and these results are good. and, I can look at it and say, "Well, I just cut out some time out of my protocol. Doesn't take as long now."
2: <laughs> more, more time for something else. Efficiency.
0: <laughs> That's right. That is so,
2: the, that is the seven lens I've ever
0: heard. <laughs> you know, I I I, love I remember something from way back in some research that I did, and it, it stuck with me because it seemed so odd. It even surprised the researchers. I don't think this has anything to do with it because I think the time frame has been too short and too quick. But I do remember a weird research study on cannabis where they actually found that regular cannabis users, but not heavy users, you know, maybe more so where somebody used it, you know once a day for a little relaxation or to sleep, but not a not a heavy user, but a fairly regular user they actually had shown where their lung capacity had increased and everybody was shocked because, you know, we think it's so horrible to ingesting smoke. And I think it is. I mean, I don't think we could ever claim that that's a good thing, but they were shocked and they had no explanation as to why.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Super interesting. I mean, a lot of uh, traditional herbal uh, administration uh, kind of practices whether not necessarily with cannabis but with several other plant medicines the the suggested kind of method of administration is via smoking those plants hmm. so it is a it is a very true I think we've kind of bastardized the um, the the whole like now whether it's smoking cannabis or tobacco it's so um, there's so many other chemicals and additives that are used that are never supposed to be ingested in, in our lung tissue. But traditionally we look at whether it's native American traditions using, um, you know, ethnogenic plants, things like peyote medicine, or even in, in European folk medicine for um, even lung ailments, but other ailments as well. Um, the, the method of administering things like lavender or skullcap or, um, uh you know, sage was recommended to, to use it to inhale the smoke, which is really, it's interesting and controversial yeah. today. It's like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> How could uh, But, yeah, I was, remember there's a, there a moment and I was in grad school for herbal medicine. We all went on this big trip out into the woods to do uh, botanical identification. And um, the head of our, our school at the time started rolling up all these herbs. <laughs> And it was shocking to me. Growing up. I'm a health practitioner, and I'm like, "What's doing?" He's like, "This is the, this is the the way to administer and and release the compounds in these plants. This is how our our herbal ancestors and wise women have been using these these ingredients for for hundreds of years, documented maybe older than that." And so, yeah, just shifting that perspective of like, okay, taking the the lens of big tobacco which is so separate and isolated from you know the the traditional wisdom of organic plants yeah being inhaled in a a spiritual and and conscious intentional way um the results are really different
0: (laughs) well and you know to go along with that because you're right it it when you look at tobacco today, it, it's so ridiculous that the number of chemicals and, and I, we have no idea what's in there and what it's doing. And um, the I grow my own cannabis and it's it's beyond organic. I mean, it, it couldn't be any cleaner. So I know where it's coming from. I know how it's been raised and it's it's really clean.
2: Amazing. The, yeah. Huge I, difference. We can't compare. Like yeah. It's not even yeah. apples. It's like. Apples to, I don't know, like Elephants.
0: an
2: onion or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Elephants. laughs>
0: yeah, interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, very interesting.
0: Um, I want to kind of give you a chance to kind of wrap up and, you know, give me any final thoughts you might have, but I do have another question for you. So I. Great. I, After I've experienced this, I want to go back now and read the book again. I think I'll be reading it in a whole new light the second time around. Um, How could I uh, continue my education around adaptogens, like to the point of like practitioner level kind of stuff?
2: Mm, This is a really great question. Um, part Part of my intention with this book was including... All of the clinical trials that we went through we went through over a thousand clinical trials and really focused on the higher standard ones so placebo controlled human where possible double blind and we included all those those trials in the book so there's an appendix that has those in there and i think a, a fun place for you to be able to dig in and continue your your learning is to pull up some of those trials they're public information they're on PubMed typically the largest online library of, of you know public research and this wonderful database, um, but there's so much more there and there's more coming out every day. So that's kind of the the starting point where uh, in the book I've I've uh, kind of interpreted these clinical trials so that they're user friendly and they're using you know not the full Latin name and these like right. uh, aqueous but p of Reishi, for example. Um, So that could be a good place. Just kind of like familiarize yourself with the the language and interpretation methods and then beginning to explore um, the clinical trials that are happening and continue to be published every day. Like for turmeric, for example, there's over 4,000 clinical trials done on turmeric alone. It's just one adaptogen in the book. And what's so unique about this group, as opposed to other herbal medicines, is it does have the the East and the West. So it has the, the traditional stories and the anecdotal evidence to them, but it also is backed by by science and these and these trials. So there's this opportunity to explore from both lenses. Um, and then I would say continue to document your own experience with these ingredients. So I don't know if I sent this to you, but there's a Uh, before and after, uh, I typically call it like before and after dietary changes um, checklist, but a dietary change could be an inclusion of an adaptogen in your diet. Um, And it goes through all the different systems of your body and you'll rate them on a scale just on your own, you know, just like we did this, you know, one to 10 severity overall with, with the sleep assessment, but through all these various parts of your body. So digestion and focus and energy and even you know, more specific systems like how's your skeletal system and musculoskeletal and all these different areas, your skin health and um, you, you rate yourself before bringing in any new ingredient into your, into your diet. And then after about my recommendation is six weeks, but four to six weeks of consistent use, you fill out the same form again. Um, without looking at the original, and then you can compare side to side. Um, and it and it will be interesting. You can move through because as your body begins to get rest and you're taking this high dose of reishi every day, ideally in a couple more weeks, your body might not need either that, that reishi anymore or perhaps not that reishi at the same dose. And so taking a break tuning into your body at that point and saying, what what am I looking for support with now, right? As the seasons change, as circumstances in our lives change, there always be uh, new, not necessarily symptoms perhaps, but new goals that we're aiming towards. And so um, knowing that you have this repertoire of 21, maybe more, 30, if you use adaptions outside of the book as well, that you can begin to experiment and play and turn to and really documenting so I think one of the most um, effective ways, especially in, in your career, Kevin, is being able to share how, these, how you personally were affected. And that encourages other people to use it in their own life and not just trust what's been done or what the research says, but it really builds this real-life database of information that we get to share and use. And that's part of what we need with adaptogens because they work differently in each body. And so when we can have a more, um, we can basically write down and have this kind of evidence for ourselves, we, we then have the ammo and the information to be able to confidently share how our bodies moved in one direction or another with the assistance of these in our, in our system. So yeah, I think the clinical trials moving through PubMed beginning to to familiarize and get excited about the research continuing to unfold and then playing and starting to bring more on board um, as the year goes on. And as, as your needs begin to change and shift.
0: Yes. Okay. So, and one of the reasons, and in the big picture, I would love to just continue learning more about this and I know it's going to take a lot of time and, and I, I love to dig into that kind of research. So um, and now that I'm sleeping better, I'll have more time to do that. I'll be able to get up early when you know I, I really get good, effective reading in. You know, later on in the night, I tend to turn towards a, a good novel and you know just enjoy reading. So mornings, losing those couple of hours in the mornings because my sleep was so bad has affected everything. You know, my research, my projects, everything. So it's it's exciting to know that that at some point. I'll get back to doing that right now. I'm just using that time to, I feel like I'm just catching up on sleep. You know, it, it really feels like that's really what my body wants. Um, my sleep quality is yeah, improved throughout the whole e- throughout the whole night. I I'm back to that mm. sleep pattern where we should see some light sleep, some deep, some REM, some, you know, it, it's really starting to look like a good sleep pattern again. But my, my, Best sleep still seems to be those last couple of hours in the morning. So I don't want to shortchange those yet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and you are you're in a sleep you've had sleep debt or this deficit. So think of it like you're you're filling that up. And once you've kind of filled that up, you can begin to listen to your body and say, actually, I'm good. I can wake up at at four thirty in the morning again. And and but give yourself time. Yeah, and
0: and you know to get back. The other thing that kind of spurred me and I just know this isn't going to work. I'm just going to have to try to tell him. One of my best friends and he's also a co-host with me on one of my other shows. um, He's I think he's about 14 years older. Uh, He has always struggled with sleep. I mean it's all he ever seems to talk about with me is sleep uh, and it's never good. But the problem with him and I know this because he's asked me before to help him with other health issues. I, I, I diagnosed him as being diabetic, just be being with him, just being around him and being with him. I I really started to try to bring it up. I'm like, Bruce, you know, have you, be? he has a chiropractor that he's been going to forever and he trusts this guy completely. And, and I've met the guy, he's pretty good. He's, he's a little out there on a couple things. Um, Bruce, that Bruce is his name, listens to this guy exclusively. And I'm like, Bruce, are you, have you checked your blood sugar? And and he's, oh, I talked to my chiropractor. He says everything's fine. And then he he was on the show with me one day, and he starts telling me about this pain he's feeling in his feet. And I'm, I said, Bruce, that's diabetic nerve pain. Oh, no way, no way. I talked to my chiropractor, but he went to the doctor. He's pre-diabetic. Um, and I said, Bruce, I, I wish you would have listened to me a year ago when I brought this up, but we can still fix this. Right. And I told him exactly how to fix it. I said, Bruce, I do this every day. This is easy. He is the most non-compliant person I've ever worked with. And he'll tell me, oh, no, I'm yeah. doing great. I'm doing great. And then I'll be with him. And I'm like, Bruce, how long have you been eating this? Oh, well, I eat this all the time. Why? It's like he never heard anything I said. So now he's been oh my God. you know, he knows yeah. that I'm going through this sleep thing and he's like, Well, as soon as you figure it out, you gotta fix me. And I'm like, Bruce, it's not that easy. I if I could, I would, mm-hmm. but this is really <laughs> not a one size this adaptogen thing is not a one size fits all. You know, he wants to know No exactly what did I do, then he's going to try to do it and he'll be about 20% as compliant and then it's not going to (laughs) work. So I'm just going to have to tell him, Bruce, this isn't going to work.
2: And even if if he does the exact same thing based on his body type and exercise and his diet, he might need really different things. And I think what we've really been focused to do is looking at okay, what are the few things, because you you are dialed in so many ways, what are the few areas that your body might be deficient in, right? From a mineral side of things or, right, replenishing sleep so that you can show up as vitally as possible during the day. And that will that's incredibly bio-individual. That's unique to your lifestyle and everything that goes into it. And so it's the exact... And, and we can't blame him. We, we live in a society where we're taught that if you have a headache, you take an ibuprofen, right? right. You, regardless, it's not like, Oh, you have a headache, but, and you have a headache, but you both take different ibuprofen. Like, that's that's so far from the way we've been raised. That's and really good and yet it's, yeah, it's new though. It's, it's only, uh, you know, maybe a hundred years old, uh, having that mentality where it used to be, if you have a headache, we ask, why do you have a headache? Oh, you're, deficient in chromium, for example, or you are having too much caffeine or you're having issues with sleep and every headache is a manifestation of something different in that person's unique body. And so we treat the body, we don't treat the symptom. And if we can try to explain that to him, um, that's really the only way he'll experience true uh, relief is when he starts paying attention to what does my body need?
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. What is my body telling Yeah. And, you know, he he's now like honed in on this adaptogen thing because, you know, I'm talking about this is finally the thing. I've tried all these other things and and this is it looks like it's working and I'm nowhere near confident enough that I could make an adaptogen recommendation to him. But the other problem is there are probably eight or ten things I could recommend to him that probably would help, but he won't do them. So why even bother to mm-hmm. go to the complicated part? He's not gonna do the simple stuff I know could help him.
2: Yeah. And Kevin, you know, you can't rip the skin off the snake. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this before. Yep. But yeah. we really wanna and until someone is ready to incorporate new things or you know, sometimes it takes a lot more time than are ambitious. Like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to fix their sleep in six weeks. That's yeah. very rare. And yeah. So knowing when someone's ready, they'll be ready. And, and that's fully up to them and their prerogative, but we want to help people. And it's, I yeah, know. it's it definitely becomes challenging when, when you can't do that right away or, yeah. or the compliance is not where yours. Is. So I hear you.
0: Yeah. Um, Lauren, Jump in here. Any, any, yes. anything on your mind? Any questions? Well, I just, any?
1: I think mostly just listening to Danielle the way that you you work, and listening to the way that Kevin. I don't know. Just seeing such a dramatic shift in such a short amount of time is pretty remarkable, and I think it's really interesting that the guidance that Danielle's given you, Kevin. Have probably been kind of probably difficult for you to hear at first because it's almost the opposite of what you thought you may have needed, like more stress-busting protocols and, you know, trying to get the results from, you know, harder, you know, working harder at it basically was the exact opposite of what she recommended. And it seems to be working, which is super incredible. And I don't know, I'm just, I'm blown away by... How far you've come in just a few weeks—it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I, I'm pretty blown away, and in a very good way, and happy about it. Uh, and like I say, I—I I, I feel like I'm more in control of it now. Where before, no matter mm. what I tried, I, I just wasn't getting enough feedback on what worked or didn't work because nothing seemed to change anything. It just seemed to keep getting worse. And now I feel like I've, I've kind of turned mm, that exactly. corner that I can go back to the other things I have I know now and, and I can use them. And, and over time and, and just the idea of, you know, I'm going to stay in bed a couple more hours every morning until I feel like I've really caught up with this. But I, I feel like now the things that I do will have an impact. And that's what I had gotten to the point where I was so frustrated because nothing I did worked mm-hmm. and I didn't know what else to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you were trying it all, it seemed. It, I mean,
0: it, it, it seemed like you were doing
1: it, it, in your mind everything. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and then I, I knew I got to the point where I, I'm pushing too hard now. I, I know I'm pushing too hard, but I don't know what else to do. You know, that, that, because yeah, even if I tried to just totally let go and take the whole weekend off and do nothing but lay around and read. It helped a little, but the minute, you know, Monday morning rolled around, you know, and it's not that I slept all that great over the weekend anyway, and then the minute Monday morning would roll mm-hmm. around, I'd be right back into that same same boat. And I, I, I was just frustrated because just give me something to try. It, just give me anything because yeah. I don't know where else to go. And um, you're right. A lot of it was not trying so hard. This stuff is easy. I mean, nothing that you've recommended to me is difficult at all. Like I said, you made it very easy to comply. And it, it was a matter of kind of letting go a little bit, not pushing so hard, even backing off on the stress protocol first to every other day. And, and now I'm really down to every third day. And I will say there, if I get to that third day and I feel like it's probably not a good idea to do it, I have no problem skipping it for a fourth day if I need to.
1: That's great. Yeah,
0: listening to your body
2: is what's really standing out to me. And that's what I mean you're you're your own healer. Each of us are. And so it's really how can we just help each other listen to the messages that our bodies are giving us and to so the fact that you're you've even taken so many of our suggestions and rolled with them and made them your own and say, actually this is what my body's telling me. I mean, that's that's the that's the goal. That's the goal of all of this. Yeah. And then you don't need us, you know, then you <laughs> have that
0: connection and that, you take that with you. Can... you know, we, we, I exactly. try to say that on my radio show all the time. I, I try to say, look, it, I, I don't want to be here to answer your questions. Every time you have a problem, I, I want to teach you how to problem solve yourself. And, and what you've done for me, you gave me a whole new set of tools that I didn't understand before. No, I'm so glad. That's exciting. Yeah, that has been so, such an honor. Yeah, and and now I I, I really, I, I'm looking forward to that day where I feel just as comfortable with adaptogens as I do with all the other tools I have. And I, I, I know it's going to take a lot of time, um, but that's okay.
2: You're well on your
1: way.
0: Yeah, that, that's good. So... Anything? Well, it's been a pleasure
1: watching this go down. Yeah, anything, I have to tell you. <laughs> anybody
0: wants to wrap up with anything else we want to cover?
1: Not from
2: my end. I think we'll leave it as um, continue to listen to your own body. I, I'm feel a bit repetitive, but really the goal in I think all true holistic uh, support is when when you have the confidence to listen to your own body again uh, that that brings mm-hmm. you through the rest of life and so any practitioner in my opinion if they've done a good job is temporary and it's the opposite of the way our current system works where you're dependent mm-hmm. on a, a individual or a medication or some some specific thing to get you through for life um, that's never been how healing has worked it's you know, it's a temporary expression of your body telling you like, Hey, I need sleep right now. And to support that and listen to the, the root causes and the deficiencies and fill those up and listen to your body. So that whenever something happens, again, you have the, the tools to say, Oh, I know this. I remember this. Mm-hmm. And you have that ability to listen, but also the, the, the information and the tools to know what to do to support your body at those times. And, um, Kevin, you've been such a such a compliant, excited, um, flexible recipient And so there's it's really there's it's like the ideal person to work with when you can really take things and try them and have an open mind and so just thank you so much for, for offering to do this and this is my first you know live, client coaching session. And it's, it's been such an honor. So thanks for having this idea. And I hope that it's beneficial for, for everyone that's heard us.
0: You know, I, I think the biggest takeaway from all this, because, you know, if we put ourselves in, in their mind, um, a lot of the technical stuff we've talked about, you know, the specific stuff, I'm sure it's confusing. Um, the adaptogen thing is still a little confusing to me. I mean, I, I don't feel like I've gotten my head around that and I want to. But I think the big takeaway here, if we, it, a lot of good information, no doubt. A lot of, we've exposed them to a lot of new ideas, a lot of things. But I think the big takeaway is it, this stuff does work. I mean, it, 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 a lot of this stuff, the adaptogens, a lot of the other things we talk about, compliance. I mean, it re, you have to do it. And you have to do it consistently. And, and mm-hmm. the other takeaway I might say to people is you probably shouldn't expect the kind of results I got in this short period of time because – and it's not that I'm any different than anybody else. I think the difference is this kind of stuff is my job. This is what I do every day. I, I can spend all day on this kind of stuff. And, and people with a, a different job and an occupation can't. And they have to realize that limitation. It's easy for me to be compliant with this stuff because I can call this work, you know. I can justify spending four hours, you know, researching this or, or doing it, making sure I take the time during the day to do it. And I realize that our audience, truck drivers, who are, they're just just a fact for you for truck drivers. They're they're limited in the hours they can work. They're they're monitored electronically now. It used to be a paper logbook. Now it's an electronic. Uh, you can't cheat anymore. We used to cheat all the time on our hours. But here's the here's the crazy thing. You know we consider a forty hour work week normal, right? The
1: the mm-hmm. rules in yep.
0: trucking are basically you are that we we have some weird eight day schedule for some reason. I have no idea why. You are allowed to work. 70 hours in eight days or 60 hours in seven days. It is one of the ways. And then you have a daily limit as well. You're, you're allowed to drive for 11 hours a day and work for a total of 14. Now, that sounds pretty outrageous to you, doesn't it? Absolutely. Do you know what driver's number one complaint is? that they have to that they have to comply with that and they're not allowed to work more. When I say we used to cheat these hours all the time, what? we cheated them so we could work more.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a huge issue in this industry. When they switched from log paper logbooks, which it was really really easy to cheat on paper logbooks, I was a master at it. Um, and I admit it, I did it. Um, when they went to electronic logs, it was, we almost had a revolt in the trucking industry. They protested, they went to Washington and circled the Capitol and because they did not want to go to an electronic log that they knew they couldn't cheat. That is wild. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that really
0: and- is. <laughs> So I I get it that, you know, I want to make sure they're hearing that you're not going to get the kind of results that I get. And I tell people this every time I do some sort of a test or, you know, share my results. Remember, I I can focus on this stuff all day long. Mm -hmm. It's easy for me to be compliant. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we, yeah. We, we always try to take that into account when we're working with somebody. We can't overload them with a bunch of stuff and we have to manage their expectations that, you know, just the schedule you're working. It, this is why um, the, the health statistics in trucking would shock you. You know how bad diabetes is in the United States, right? Of course you do. Uh, the yeah. the incidence yeah. for career truck drivers, double. Double the incidence yeah. of diabetes for career truck drivers compared to the, the general population. Their sleep is horrible. Their diet's horrible. They're in a moving vehicle all day long. They're sitting. They're subjected to vibration and diesel fumes and diesel fuel. And I could go on and on and on. It's a horrible occupation for your health. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, it is. So that's uh, and- that's why we do what we do. To, to at least make a dent in that.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's
2: exactly what I was going to say. And you're doing such a great job at it. Such an invaluable
0: resource. So thank you again. And I I, I want to wrap this up with congratulations on your new position. Uh, we're very excited for you. But I am oh, sad wow. also that, you know, in your <laughs> new position, you won't wow. be spending time with us here. It's, it's been a wonderful before, when you were on and this time, it's just been fantastic. So thank you.
2: Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, it's been so fun and I'll still be, I'll still be behind the scenes with four sigmatic, but I'll get to be, uh, next time you have lots of new products coming out in 2023. And you'll know that I was the one tinkering behind the scenes, making that
1: happen.
0: (laughs) I am. I
1: love that. I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm excited (laughs) about that. And, Keep us in mind, um, we have worked with several companies that, you know, what I just described about truck drivers, their lifestyle, um, everything about it is so unique. There, I, 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 you know, I, I really have to say, I don't think there's another practitioner anywhere in the country that focuses on truck drivers. If there was, I would know about them. Um, there are some things out yeah. there that they're attempting with truck drivers that I absolutely disagree with, which actually makes it worse. Um, but we have worked with several companies to develop a, a version of their product to kind of fit this market. You know, we worked with Garmin and developed the, a watch just for truck drivers. And um, we've done that with several things. Just, just keep that in mind. I always have ideas in the back of my head. I, I'm actually, um, one of our protocols is the IR Sauna. And um, I just recently found the company Sauna Space. You familiar with them at all? I'm not. They make the most incredible <laughs> products in this field right now, and I've I've done a lot of work on this. And we we actually sell an IR sauna blanket in our store. It's like a sleeping bag kind of thing because that works so well in a truck. You know, it here we right. I mean, yeah, we can get you some of this benefit. It, it's just far infrared, but it, it's in a blanket. What could be better in a truck? Well. The sauna space now has developed these bulbs. They're, they're beautifully crafted. Every one of their products is amazing. Um, they're hand-blown glass, but they have really captured the closest spectrum to the sunlight I've seen in, in any product on the market. Without the UV, they have uh, primarily near-infrared, which really is one of the best spectrums, but it's got mid and far in the right ratios, some of the, just the red light spectrum. Um, these things are incredible. So I'm looking through there. I, I yeah. And I bought one and I, I actually, they have a single bulb on this beautiful little wood base. It's got a Faraday cage around it and they shield all the connections. They claim zero EMF out of this. And I'm actually, wow. Yeah, I'm actually setting it right on my desk while I'm working because it, it tends to cancel out a lot of the blue light that I'm getting throughout the day. So um, <laughs> I'm looking at their products online, and they make a, a a kit to transform your shower into a sauna. So you've got this... Bo- That's real. Yeah, you've got this board with the four, three or four of their light bulbs on it that generate all the heat and the, the light that we need. And then they make these adapters that you like hang on your shower curtain and it converts your shower to us a, to a, this beautiful infrared sauna with this amazing light spectrum. And and I thought, well, if we can convert a shower to a sauna, why couldn't we convert a truck sleeper to a sauna? right
2: Oh, you're onto something. You need to reach out.
0: I I have. I already did. I sent an email to the the founder. And, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're we're going to start working on that. Oh. You know, what?
2: Amazing.
0: Nothing uh, Yeah, I'm thinking of two ideas. Uh, uh they have this this single ball which is actually a lower <laughs> lower power than their sauna bulb. And that way you can kind of set it there while you're working. You can use it as a nightlight. I started to use it, you know, kind of as a nightlight when I'm reading. Uh, So I'm not so, you know, bathed in blue light all the time there. Um, But I thought there's two things we could probably develop here. Um, A lower power light that could be while they're driving. I mean, why not take advantage of that time? Uh, And then, you know, the high power thing when they've got, you know, 20 minutes to go back in the sleeper and, and do their Wim Hof breathing in their infrared sauna. So cool.
2: So cool. I can't wait to see all the things that you bring to this world in the coming months and years, Kevin, it's really inspiring.
0: Well, as you're developing products, I, I don't have any ideas yet that would, you know, make your stuff specific to trucking It already works so well for them. Really, it, it does. And that's why we love having it in our store that, you know, the the instant where all they need is some hot water. That's amazing for them. You know, the, again, we have to remember yeah. they're not at home. They don't have all those conveniences. So your products, even though you didn't, you know, kind of specifically target that fit really well. That, that's why we love them. But, you know, I'll, I'll keep you in mind and keep me in mind. And maybe there will be something there.
2: <laughs> right on. Well, until then, it's been so awesome to be with you, and thanks again for for inviting me on and creating this short series together.
0: Fantastic. And we're excited because uh, we are going to release the whole thing now all three uh, all three versions. We're calling it our first mini series. We've even um, we we have our own app for listening to our show, and it's we've been working on it. We have a lot of ideas, but um, this kind of prompted us to create a space in the app for what we are calling miniseries. So they're, they're easy to go find and yours is going to be the first. Right on. So. Can't
2: wait for all that to come too. Always sure to tune in?
0: Yes. Excellent. All right. Uh, Danielle, thanks so much. You've, you've spent so much time with us. We've learned so much and, and I just know this is going to help our, our tribe out tremendously. So thanks again. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. All right. And take care, Danielle. Yep. Lauren, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. We will see you next time. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.